This is Fred Ricciani of TSC. We have right here on the line via Skype a very special guest. She has been named one of Fast Company's most creative people in business, at ages woman to watch, and one of Crane's 40 under 40. We are talking to the vice president of YouTube herself, Tara Walpert-Levy, here to talk about the aftermath of an epic Super Bowl Sunday. Tara, how's it going? <laughs> it's going great. That's quite the intro. Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming on. Now, I'm old enough to remember when there was no YouTube and then, of course, when, when YouTube blew up. It took some time for brands like the NFL to come on board. Now, of course, we see YouTube TV sponsoring all kinds of sports events like the kickoff show. We see that beautiful Google Assistant commercial during the Super Bowl that brought tears to many people's eyes. Looking back at your journey and the journey of YouTube and working with all these different brands, how night and day is it compared to just, say, five years ago? I mean, I think it's radically different. If you think about just where people are watching their media, there's just been a massive shift, I think, from predominantly television to a really surround sound experience, which is TV and all sorts of digital and other platforms. So we have, like other people, campaigns that really go across all of those, trying to just be where people are in the moments that matter to them. And that Google Assistant ad is, is, is beautiful. If you haven't seen it, I'm not going to spoil it for anybody, but it's just it's very sentimental. It's, it's, it's a gentleman using Google Assistant to kind of preserve the memories of, of his wife. And it's notable because there were no celebrities in that commercial. From what I understand, the gentleman that was in there is the grandfather of an actual Google employee. <laughs> I believe that's correct. Um, and I'm glad you liked the ad. It, it, uh, it meant a lot to all of us. And so we're, we're thrilled that it seems to have touched a lot of other people, too. No, it, it, it is great. Now, I, I believe you're based in New York, but of, of course, Google is based in Silicon Valley. Are there some people in the mm -hmm. office now a little sad about the Niners not winning? Oh, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, haven't, I, I haven't gotten the full wake up yet out in California to hear all the, all, the, all, the, all the lamenting, but I can only imagine there were a lot of fans out there. How has YouTube benefited the Super Bowl coverage? Obviously, there's a ton of content out there. The NFL's producing YouTube exclusive content. There, there's a ton of different trends. I think I think the main ones, of course, Patrick Mahomes, Jimmy Garoppolo, Travis Kelsey, mm -hmm. Tyreek Hill, Debo Samuel, and of course the, re the respective teams. But how have you seen firsthand YouTube being able to kind of put the word out there with commercials and the highlights? Well, I think it's a great point. And again, one of the things that's changed over the last five years is actually not everybody's watching on TV. A lot of folks are streaming or they're only watching the highlights, the clips. And it's, we've seen that trend across sports. The, the category of content around big sporting events has just exploded on YouTube. And interestingly, as it relates to the Super Bowl, that's then not just a media opportunity, it's also a huge ad opportunity. We basically put together a site that has all of the Super Bowl ads in one place because of how interested people are. It's youtube.com slash adblitz. And folks start marketing there usually just after the first of the year and then growing leading up to the game. We see huge spikes game day and actually today, the day after. And then it usually sustains for about a week or so um, at those high volumes before going a little bit more back to normal. So the interest in these in this content and in these ads is clearly unchecked. I mean, it continues to grow. It's been over 50% growth year over year for many years now. And this year, I think we're showing over 30% growth even on top of that. So the interest that people have in viewing this content and viewing it on YouTube appears to be virtually unchecked. That's fantastic. Now, I'm somebody that's also a YouTube TV subscriber, a big YouTube TV advocate. Not just saying that because you're on Excellent. here. So, so I'm just curious, too. So let's just say an entity like the NFL comes to you and 
wants to work with you as far as not just creating exclusive content, but ads as well. Would that be a different conversation to be had with YouTube TV or do you try to integrate across the YouTube platform and YouTube TV? We, we typically try to offer advertisers availability across the platform. There's obviously slightly different rules based on the interaction with the networks on YouTube TV. But typically, it's an integrated pr approach. I mean, people, again, are trying to find viewers wherever they are. And you know, we have meaningful viewership on, on both YouTube TV and YouTube The Core Platform. In fact, actually, the, the, the television and the living room are YouTube's fastest growing screen across everything that we do. That's awesome. Now, I, I do recall listening to a talk you did a while ago where you talked about how people are now looking at everything more in depth. They want to know everything about anything. You were looking at, you used the example of looking up a shower curtain and finding what was yeah. the best shower curtain. <laughs> Is there any trend in the last 24 hours, 48 hours or so during Super Bowl weekend that popped out at you that you said, wow, okay, this is different from the usual Pat Mahomes or Jimmy G search trend? Well, and it's interesting because if you go to google.com slash trends, I bet you could find a lot more sort of quirky and interesting things that pop at a, at a smaller scale. What I thought was fascinating sort of at the largest scale is that to your point, most of the most popular searches were things that you might expect around top players or who's winning the game. But there are two, two searches popped that I thought were particularly interesting. One was there was a search for how many Super Bowls have the Chiefs won, which you don't often see when we compare year on year. And I think here it's because this is the first time in 50 years. And so that's sort of interesting. Um, the other was the number of people who were asking who performed at halftime? And so you sort of think to yourself, is that people who aren't watching the game? And you think the volume is so high, it can't just be that. So it really speaks to the fact that even for Shakira and J-Lo, there's just always a chance to increase recognition, awareness, and engagement with your brand or personality. And I think that's fascinating. And I'm assuming, too, that over the years, especially around this time with the Super Bowl, not everybody can get their ad on TV, but everybody can get their ad on YouTube. Have you seen a, a greater increase of advertisers around this time, especially catering to sports fans saying, hey, we want to throw our ad up there and run it during Super Bowl videos? We have. I mean, we've seen a lot of brands want to take advantage of the trend that so much of the engagement around the Super Bowl now happens online. And so I would say, gosh, almost half, I think, of the advertisers that participate in ad blitz are new to the game and and new to the program. So we continue to see, you know, as, as, the, as the Super Bowl does on TV, some new brands participating in general across platforms and a lot of new brands who are participating online only. It seems like the Super Bowl gets bigger every year. I remember last year, I think it was down just a, a couple million people and people freaked because it's always growing. It's always <laughs> the number one trend. What kind of growth have you seen as far as search results and YouTube views over the years with the Super Bowl? We've seen tremendous growth in viewership and searches online, and I think that's you know, speaking to just the changing behavior of consumers as people are consuming media in more and more places. By definition, if one platform is continuing to take on new growth, then it's going to be it's going to spread it more evenly uh, across the other platforms that exist. And you know, I think we're just fortunate that the big game continues to be a major moment, and so those moments are now. More spread out, I think, again, you know, starting really right after the first of the year and going a week or two after game day and in more places, uh, but certainly no less of a moment overall. What can we expect when it comes to sports content, particularly the NFL and YouTube going forward for the next year? I think you'll just continue to see more and more engagement and more and more platforms. I think sports are recognizing that the importance of these streaming platforms through the growth that they're having and in particular the growth that they're seeing on the television set and the 
explosive opportunities that are available to them from riffing off the content that they have. So it's more highlights, more interviews, more fan interaction. I think all of these things make the experience better for fans and are only win-win for the folks who are producing the events themselves and all of the businesses that are participating around that. Excellent. Well, Tara, I really appreciate the insight and a special look at the Super Bowl. A lot of fans normally don't get to see. Where can people find you online and find you next? So thank you so much for having me. I think check out the ads on youtube.com slash adblitz. And if you're interested in any of the other trends around searches, you can check those out at google.com slash trends.